Hello, and welcome to A Girl in Sweaty Spandex. I am Lauren Treslow, and I'm here to be real and break down the impossible standards of women while turning up the positivity and self-love. Today, let's dive into sweat and why we need it. And you know, I love some sweat. I obviously am the girl in sweaty spandex. (laughs) So let's dive into some fitness discussions. Now, I obviously own two bar three studios, and I love movement, I love sweat, and I love the joy that it brings me. I really, it is so much of, it's so much of my life. It really is. I've been teaching group fitness for about, oh gosh, 15 or 16 years maybe. I am certified in a bunch of different things, and I've, I just have worked out since I was a young child. I was a gymnast and you know, that was many hours a day, many days a week. And it just has always been a part of my life. And when I am in my studios, I see two different types of women that walk through my doors. Number one, it's my regulars. They come and they sweat without fail. It is part of their life. It is part of their routine and consistency is always there. And then number two, I see women who come into my studios They are scared to death. They're anxious to walk through the door. And they have finally built up confidence to walk in, but they're still like terrified. We had a client pull up and sit in her car for like months before she finally had the, you know, the okay and the feeling like, okay, I can do this before she walked in the door months. And then I have another friend. Um, I have, y'all, I've tried to talk her into coming for years. I've, I've owned my studios. The doors have been open for almost nine years and I have tried to talk her into coming and she still hasn't walked through the doors. It's, it's hard. It can be hard. It can be hard. And I see it and I see all sides. I also know that COVID changed the landscape for the fitness community. And it was really hard for people to get back into their routines. Even now, still, I see people that come in and say, I stopped working out during COVID because obviously there was nowhere to go. And I'm just coming back and basically I'm terrified. So I see it. I thought that it would be a good discussion because I do feel like we need it in our lives, physically and mentally. It's an individual journey though, y'all. I mean, everything, there's benefits. And I kind of wanted to go through the benefits today just because I think it's important to remind ourselves. I live it and breathe it every day, but that's not the case for a majority of people. Um, So there was a study and it says 19.6% of women actively move on a regular basis. 19.6, which means on the flip, that's almost 80, you know, a little over 80% of women that do not. I feel like it happens for a lot of reasons though with, with women, with us, y'all, we have, we have babies and then we're, we have, we're trying to balance work and kids. And we have this sense of guilt that is overwhelming for taking an hour for ourselves. And then I also feel like there's, you know, you haven't found something you love. It's hard to 
to carve out an hour for something that really doesn't like get you excited and motivated. And then, you know, there's the anxiety and fear kind of that we talked about. And then you hear from some gyms or studios or, you know, the media in general that you need to work out for your bikini bod and you need to work, work out to earn, you know, calories to, to, to use for food later. And you need to burn calories and hit a certain number and it just look a certain way. It is such garbage. I just, I can't with that. I can't. I want you to listen instead to some of the reasons why working out is so much more than that, because it really is. There was a study and it said the top 25 reasons exercise can change your life. So I was going to go through them and then dive into a few that are extra meaningful, I guess, to me. Boost your mood, build agility, decrease your future healthcare costs, decrease your risk of metabolic syndrome, delay the onset of dementia, give you more confidence, help you sleep better, improve creativity, improve fertility, improve your posture, improve your skin, increase your energy, increase your flexibility and range of motion, lengthen your life, lower your risk of injury, make your DNA younger, protect your heart, reduce your back pain, reduce chronic pain, reduce stress, relieve PMS symptoms, slow cognitive decline, strengthen your bones, strengthen your joints, support your eye health. It's so much more than a bikini bod. I cannot say that enough. Those reasons, those reasons are like hit me to my soul. Those are important things in our lives. In fact, a study from Harvard says exercising regularly every day if possible is the single most important thing that you can do for your health. Whoa, that's a pretty big statement. So let's talk about a few things. Heart health is one of the things I wanted to talk about. One in three women will die because of heart disease. It is the number one killer of women. But, this is a big but, 80% of those deaths can be prevented through a healthy lifestyle. Movement is the medicine. That's, it's, I say it all the time, but movement is, it is the best medicine. I was, or it was, I am, the woman of impact of the year for the American Heart Association in Columbia. And as that role kind of transcended through months of my life, my main mission was to spread awareness, to get that message out there. Because there's so many different messages. I mean, obviously, there's so many different causes, and they're all important. But this is the number one killer of women, this one. And so movement is such a big piece of reducing that number. It's the prevention piece. I did learn a lot of my journey with the American Heart Association that a lot of women are dismissed with the signs that they present with because a lot of doctors think it's stress or anxiety. So they talk a lot about knowing your family history, knowing your body, listening to your body, and making sure you're an advocate for yourself because it's I mean, you are the only one who knows and feels. 
Also, two different people recently, and they were like so adamant about it. Two different scenarios, totally different. One was a girlfriend. She told me because it happened in her world. And then another one was a client at my Lake Murray studio, super healthy, but then goes in, kept saying, something's not right. Something's not right. I, I feel it. Well, finally, they gave him a calcium scan, which is, I guess, it's a coronary calcium scan. It's a heart scan. It's a specialized x-ray, and it provides pictures of your heart that can help your doctor detect and measure calcium containing plaque in your arteries. So all these tests, I guess, that are normally done, you know, oh, stress tests and all that, you can't see these blockages. And so both of these people individually were like, please spread the word about this coronary calcium scan. The big thing is know your body, take care of your body and movement is, it's the medicine. Oh, it's so great. What else helps our heart? Obviously cardiovascular training, you know, it gives you a longer life. It improves our cholesterol and our blood pressure levels and reduces the risk of heart disease and blood vessel conditions. And it just makes our heart stronger. I love some cardio. I really do. And the great thing when, when we do it at our studio, it is, you make it your own. So you, you, maybe burpees are not your jam. So you do a large range squat, you know, maybe ice skaters, you know, with a hop or not your jam, then you keep it grounded. There are ways to move and, and get your heart thumping without something crazy and scary. The next topic I wanted to go over was the mental aspect of fitness. Now, this is a hard one because you can't, there's no quantifiable outcome where you're like, yes, it improves your mood, you know, five points. <laughs> but a lot of studies were done, you know, Mind Body, they did a study and it was like half of the young people, like 18 to 24, said their mental well being without fitness during the pandemic was just crucial. Another study from Livestrong said 77% of Americans says physically being active, that helps their mental health. And so there are so many days I go in to work, which is a, a total blessing for me. And I have a thousand things going on and I have to pause no matter what, because I am teaching the class. <laughs> and when I go in there and I am like, oh my gosh, I mean, I can tell you it's less than five minutes and I am like a new person already. You've already committed to take the time to go in there. Once the, the music's thumping and you have this community of people around you sweating with you and you're pushed outside of your comfort zone, but then you're celebrated and, and you have, you know, me up there or whoever your instructor is being that cheerleader. It just, it's hard to describe. It really is, but it the mental health happiness, it's huge. It is huge. The other thing that's obviously hard to measure is confidence. I feel like my job is to ignite a community of women to find their most authentic and confident self. And when you feel confident and strong and empowered, so many other things fall into place. I feel like I get that confidence through the vehicle of fitness. I feel like my clients get that confidence through 
the movement of, of sweating and having a great time and feeling stronger and feeling empowered. There have been so many ups and downs in my journey in the last 10 years with my body, with business, you know, the COVID, all the things, having twins, surprise baby. I have found so much strength and so much, you know, just comfort in my own self, my own body. I feel okay with my thighs. I feel okay with my stretch marks from my babies. I feel okay with my busty chest and my, my, my tank booty. I feel confident in it because I know I'm strong AF, you know, fitness makes you feel, makes you feel that, that confidence that is hard to describe, but it is so much more than a calorie count and so much more than some board telling you what you did and so much more than some airbrush bikini bod that you're supposed to achieve, you know, that you see scrolling on social media. It just, it is. And it's magic. I was a drug rep and before this, I was, you know, my former life and I sold osteoporosis drugs. And so I learned a lot about, I mean, a lot about bone health. The high level here is strength training is imperative. It's imperative. And there's a, a, a natural process, this bone turnover that happens and it slows down as we age. <laughs> just, just like everything else, I guess. <laughs> so we need to keep moving to help stimulate that natural bone turnover process and to keep our bones strong. There are so many studies out there, y'all, that talk about the mortality rate of fractures and there are so many, gosh, there's so many pictures I saw, you know, that kyphosis, the, the little old lady, you know, hunched over and you're like, oh, that was, her mom was like that. Or you're like, no, what that is, those are cervical fractures. And we have to keep our bones strong. We have to, you know, obviously you have to have vitamin D and all the things, but movement and strength training is so important because it really does help that natural process continue. Plus, we don't want to be the little old lady hunched over with essentially a broken back. And we don't want to break a hip because the mortality rate is, you know, half, half the people who have a hip fracture end up um, passing on. So the bone health piece of it, it was kind of morbid and sad. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's true. And we want our muscles strong, but we also do need our bones to be strong. Obviously, I have four little people, and I think being a role model is, it's not on that top 25 list, but I think it's a really important one. There's so many, ugh, so many screens. I mean, obviously, we have them too. It's just not the same. I mean, we used to get on our bike, ride into the sun, <laughs> and, and not come back till it was dark. They, I want them to have that same desire and that same love to move their body and just go out and play and move and sweat. You know, one of my twins, she, I, one of my twins wanted to play soccer and the other one did not. And I said, well, why don't you want to play soccer? And this was a few years ago. Now, mind you, she does a lot of sports, but <laughs> she said, mm, I don't want to play soccer. I feel like you would sweat a lot at that. <laughs> 
And I was like, girlfriend, get up and get moving. You know, like that's just not how that's going to be. But they just have, it's a different, it's just different. And I, there's a study that it talked about, it was on, I can't remember where I saw it, but it kind of blew me away. I was like, oh man, the children of active mothers are two times as likely to be active as obviously mothers that are not like they, what we do impacts them. I mean, it's obvious when you say it, you're like, well, duh. But when you think about it, if we're sitting doing nothing, they see it and that's what they're going to emulate. When both parents are active, they're 5.8 times as likely to be active than children of inactive parents. It's just, we're serving as role models and I want all of those benefits for my own kids. So we, we do, we, everybody does sports. All four kids do sports. We ride bikes as a family. We play pickleball as a family. We play tennis as a family. We always talk about the importance of sweat. And there are two bad words in our house. Well, two bad words that are not really bad words. Um, skinny and fat. We do not and I mean not, I will whip my head over and look at them like they have done something terrible if they use those words. We use words like confident and strong. It is not about how we look or any sort of calorie, you know, their little gizmo watches were like, oh, you've moved, you know, this many steps. And they were like, I'm going to beat you and da, da, da. And I was like, that's great but it's how are we feeling? We need to move and sweat because it makes us feel happy and confident and strong because it's the best. It really is. I also think we need to find what we love. I, I love bar three. I still love it. I've been teaching it for 10 years and I have members that have been with me for 10 years where it started in this, in this little small room in the third floor attic at my old house. That's where it started almost a year before we actually opened. And some people have been with me that long. Some members have left and come back and some members have left and found something new, you know, schedules change, injuries, babies, you know, think there are seasons of life, but no matter what, the important thing is we have to find something out we, we love because it needs to feel good in our bodies and it needs to have that desire to make us want to go. I love, I love the fun music. I love that every class is different. I love that the instructors get to put their own stamp and vibe on it. I, I want to go. I teach four days a week during the week and then whatever the, the weekend rotation is. And like this weekend, it's Gunner's birthday party and I don't, I'm not on the schedule to teach on Saturday. And I've already written down that I'm going to 8.15 that morning because I want to. It's, it's not if, it's when. When am I going to fit that in my day? Because it makes me my best me. And then consistency. Make a plan. Put it on the calendar. And let's not schedule over it. Now, I, again, 
<laughs> I'm really lucky. I can't schedule it over it. There's 31 people standing there <laughs> waiting on me to put the microphone on and sweat with them. Thank you. That's the it's the best freaking job in the world. I love it. Don't you wouldn't cancel your mammogram. You wouldn't you wouldn't cancel your kids' dentist appointments. Like make it that important. Like it is a sacred part of your schedule. Keep it on there and make sure that time is set aside and it is sacred. The hour is for you and it takes care. Think about it. Think of all those things that it just it makes better. Not to mention happiness and longevity of life. It's the best. Sweat. Find your own sweaty spandex every day. Y'all, thanks for spending time with me today. I would love for you to leave here and think about your own fitness journey, like where you stand with it, how it makes you feel. Do you need to make some adjustments and changes, find something new? Do you need to walk into a space and, and say, okay, I'm ready. And find your self-love through movement and sweat no matter where it is. And you'll see why. I want to make sure I have sweaty spandex on every day. And remember that you are beautiful and you are strong and you are enough. I'll see you next time.